Hello and welcome to season four, episode two of It, Ego, and Us. I'm Shreya. And I'm Julia. And today's episode is a really good one, but it's also a really sad one. We're going to start off with Greek mythology. Then you should know about the Uvalde school shooting. And then, as usual, food for thought and would you rather. Uh, So let's just go into our first segment, Greek mythology with Julia. Welcome to Greek mythology. This segment of Greek mythology is going to be quicker than the ones in the past, or at the very least, less in, less in depth, because it is meant as more of a context for popular stories that we've been letting you guys know about, um, rather than a story in and of itself. So today we'll be focusing on the Titans and the so-called beginning of the world, but also what came before, right before the Titans and who birthed the Titans. Like, what are they? What are the Titans? So we tried to stay away from this time period in greek mythology because it's so intricate and most of the stories aren't consistent with one another but i'll just be sharing the most popular belief or beliefs so that entailed a lot of immortal beings which were the personifications of natural events such as light uh, rather than gods and goddesses but some of them were referred to as gods and goddesses anyway uh but the first i guess procreation sort of thing began with night and Gia. So night, which is also known as Nyx, was a primordial deity also known as a pro I can't say this word, protogenoi, which meant that she was a goddess, but not in the same way that the Greeks um thought of, say, Aphrodite. They so they weren't they were goddesses, but not in the same way. And they were also they came before the Titans, so they were seen as more of ancestral beings. Um, but before Nyx was what you could call her father, Chaos, the immortal entity of chaos and air. And when Chaos was born, he was followed by Gia, which is the entity of Earth, and we'll talk about her later, Tartarus, the underworld entity, and Eros, who was the entity of love and of life in some stories. But again, They weren't seen as people, but more like nature, for example. Chaos was described as, let me read it off here, in quotes, a lower atmosphere which surrounded the earth. So I don't, well, not that I don't know, but that's exactly what they were. They were part of nature. And But going back to Nyx, she was coupled with Erebos. They had a lot of different um, partnerships, but she was coupled with Erebos for a while, the god of night, and they had uh, Aether the god of light and um Hemera, I'm reading the pronunciation of the name, Hemera, the goddess of day. So in this theory, there were a string of gods which came before the Titans and the Olympians, but of course they were eventually replaced by them, the Olympians, that is. So Nyx also produced at the time Doom, Fate, Death, Sleep, Dreams, and Nemesis. Um, which were gods in and of themselves but Gia alone gave birth to Uranus um, and like I said this is really intricate stuff so this is where it gets the most complicated uh, but Uranus was the god of the heavens and he and Gia had six children uh, which were the titans and that included wait there were 12 children what am I saying that included Koyos, uh, Cronus, Hyperion, Ioptus, Oceanus, Mamosine, Phoebe, Rhea, Thea, or Thea, Themis, and the I mean Themis and Tethys. Tethys? I don't know how to say that. Now, um, I obviously said I obviously said I won't go into 
great depth with each of these stories. So I'll wrap it up with Cronus and Rhea, which is the most popular story. And I think I've spoken about it before, but just so that you can connect all the dots. Yes, they were technically siblings, but the Greeks didn't really care for those technicalities. For example, Gia having a ch- having 12 children with the uh, an entity that she birthed. I don't really... I don't know, but Cronus and Rhea were to give birth to 12 children, just like their parents. Um, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, I don't know. Just like their parents, but Cronus learned from their parents, again, that there was a prophecy that these children would overthrow him. So he ate each of them as soon as they were born. Like, these kids are coming out of the womb and he's consuming them. And Rhea, obviously not wanting her children to be eaten, took Zeus off to live on the island Crete where he was raised by Gia. Um, but in some versions, it says that he was raised by the nymphs. So, like again, again, as I said, it sort of depends. Until he was old enough to defeat his father and rescue his siblings, uh, which then became the 12 Olympians. So from there, you can sort of make the connections to the stories we've been telling but then there are other entities such as satyrs um there are the fates and there are the furies and all those oh and cyclopses uh uranus and gaia also gave birth to the first cyclopses and the hundred-handed men or something like that is a different we'll talk about them at a later time but yeah that's all the background we have for today let's move on to you should know All right, before we start off with our second segment, a trigger warning, we're going to be talking about school shootings. So if you would like to, you should skip ahead. Um, with that being said, let's get started. On May 24th, an 18-year-old named Salvador Ronaldo Ramos shot 19 students, two teachers, and injured 17 others at Robb Elementary School located in Uvalde, Texas. The school was two minutes away from his grandmother's house, who he also shot before making his way to the school. At the school, there were almost 20 police officers standing there doing nothing while these children were in danger. Staff tried calling 911, but again, no response. Later, at a press meet, a Texas official said that that it was the wrong decision made by these officers, but in my opinion, there was no need for a press meet for stating the obvious. After about 50 minutes, um, a tactical team arrived and shot Salvador, ending the attack. It was later stated that Salvador had posted on Facebook about his plans of attack 30 minutes before he made his way to the elementary school. The gun he used was an AR-15, which he bought legally for his 18th birthday just earlier this month. After some interviews with former friends, it was revealed that Salvador experienced isolation and bullying in high school. Uh, People ridiculed his clothes and at some point even called him a school shooter. Salvador sent threatening messages to girls on Yubo and nobody cared. According to Fox News, four years ago, he made a statement about planning a school shooting when he's a senior and he was arrested for making that statement. So all these signs, all, all these very obvious signs that people could have taken into account and could have saved the lives of 21 people. But why did we ignore them? One what is the deal with these guns? Like, why don't we just ban them already? Like, I know there has been, like, disputes about this for a while now. And now we have 18-year-olds, mentally unstable 18-year-olds, getting these guns and putting everybody in danger. Like, we need to have better gun law enforcement, in my opinion. And also... uh A big part about the shooting, in my opinion, was that he was bullied. Like almost every single time when you see these kind of things, it was because that the shooter, the attacker was bullied in some way or uh, like provoked in some way. 
and something something leads to mental illnesses and then you know avail the availability of guns the easy access to guns leads to these very sad traumatizing things in america so julia do you have anything to say about this any comments multiple comments um yeah what you were saying about gun control i like i don't know that i have a right to speak on it because we're like we're so young and maybe people think we understand that but i just speak from my perspective why why do these regular like like it blows my mind why do these regular people have access to weaponry that can kill someone like i genuinely don't understand i i guess i can understand police officers and i understand the military having access to that sort of weapon but why do everyday people have access to or even need that kind of weapon but then you think about why would they want it and it's because the world is so unsafe and then the, the other day in school oh my goodness you know how our school restricts all these random videos what was the the word volatile the word volatile we're in science class and it means something in science i don't god knows what because i don't i don't know i wasn't listening but it, it, there was a video and she wanted to give us a video with the word name with the word volatile in it so that we could understand what it meant but the school district has blocked any videos with the word volatile in it in order to prevent i don't know what and, and i guess the measures that we take in order to prevent violence are just so futile i really don't understand because they're like preventing us from watching youtube videos when there are kids walking around school with like who knows what in their backpack and it's just it blows my mind that people feel so unsafe that they feel like they need to have that sort of weaponry and that not only do they feel like they need to have it but they're allowed to have it like i just uh, i don't know i don't know that's all that i have yeah, and uh, with that being said, my heart goes out to all the victims and the families of these victims of any school shooting ever because we live um, in Connecticut and Sandy Hook happened right by us, but we were very little when that happened. But it the effects are so lasting. Like we still talk about it to this day. And I think Uvalde was like the deadliest one in Texas. And I don't think it's like a good thing to keep count of it, but like that, it, that's what it has come to. Like, it's like the deadliest one that has ever happened. When in reality, it shouldn't have never happened. We easily could have prevented this. Nobody paid attention to this kid that was struggling. And yes, he did something wrong. Yes, he was responsible for the lives of uh, teachers and students. But also, in a way, he's also a victim of bullying and, you know, like being ignored and being isolated. So I think if we were able to help these kind, these children, all these kinds of children that are being isolated in school, being bullied, uh, being ridiculed in school, outside of school, developing these mental illnesses, I think we could we could we definitely in america we have the resources to do this uh we just need to take initiative for these kind of things and it just makes me really sad really upset that this is something that happens regularly uh anything else julia that you want to say before um yeah did you hear about the the second grader and the gun on their desk no a second grader 
Yes, in Sacramento. A second grader, like yes. a seven-year-old. A se- like it's not even seven, like six. Like six. In, yeah, in Sacramento, like California, a few days, I don't know if it was before or right after, like two days max before or after the, um, what's it called? U- Uval- Uvalde? How do, you, how do you pronounce it? Uvalde? Uvalde shooting. They found a loaded firearm is what they called it. I don't know what kind of gun it was um, in a second grader's desk. And then or they had, he had a gun and a loaded magazine with it. I guess it wasn't in the gun. I don't know. But in the second grader's desk and the only the person who realized it was another student, like another second grader who reported this other second grader to like officials or something like that. There isn't much here. But yeah, at, at an elementary school in California. In a second grader's desk, that's insane. But I just, I just that that's beyond sad. That's just disgusting. Like it makes me want to. Like I'm, I feel nauseous talking about this kind of stuff because I'm just so disgusted by humanity at this point that we've created a world where second graders have access to guns and that they've developed to bring it to school and that nobody noticed but another student. Like that's my, like like that's my issue with gun control. Uh, okay like if i wouldn't want to have a gun but if you want to have a gun i don't not that i don't care but i wouldn't want to stop you from having one but if if you can't keep your gun away from a six-year-old then you should not have a gun Uh, like (laughs) like, i don't know it seems pretty simple to me i don't don't know that's all that i have to say i completely agree it's just so I don't know. Okay, before I get even more upset, we should move on to the next segment, which is Food for Thought, where hopefully the conversation will lighten up a little. See you there. Welcome to Food for Thought. If you were skipping past the last segment, you have reached your destination. Um, We only have one question for today, keeping things light-ish. Our question is, if you are all... Okay, maybe if I knock over my mic, this will go better. If you are already in a good position, is it worth risking the loss of this position for a better one? Like, I don't know. I think you do understand what I'm saying. True, she understood. Okay, do you want to answer first? Sure. I think it depends. If you're already in a good position, is it worth risking the loss of a position? Oh, just kidding. I didn't understand it the first time. Um, okay, so I was going to say depends because um, I was going to say if you risk it, will you like lose the position that you already have? But it says it right there. And I'm like, okay. So no, it's not worth risking the loss of the position. Um, I think if you're not risking the position, then it's always good to go for a higher one and only go up if you have a good chance. Like if Okay, so like, let's say I'm applying to some scholarship, okay? I'm applying to some scholarship, and the minimum GPA for it is a 3.5, and I have a 3 GPA. Should I really apply? Like, you can. There's a chance that you'll get in, but is it worth it? Because you, like, but if I had, like, a 4.6 GPA or something like that, then I would apply and take that risk. Um, but yeah, that's just one. <laughs> What's wrong? It was paused, but go ahead now. It's unpaused. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I entirely agree. I think it's about, um, 
I think it like it depends on loyalty and odds because if the position you're already in has done right by you and for you to betray them and to just leave, I mean, unless you have their blessing, then it's just it just it should feel wrong. I don't know. And then odds is like what you were saying. If you have a good chance, then sure, like you, why wouldn't you go for a better position for yourself? But at the same time, if you don't have very good odds, what is the point of risking something that is already good? Anything else to say on this one? Nope, we can move on. Okay. That's all that we have for Food for Thought today. Let's move on to Would You Rather. All right. Last segment. This is obviously a very quick episode, but we do have some announcements at the end of the episode, so let's get through this quickly. Would you rather listen to the same song for the rest of your life or watch the same movie for the rest of your life? Julia, start us off. Does this mean that, like, every time I watch a movie, it has to be that movie? Yeah. But you get to choose okay. which movie. Or oh, I get to choose. Okay. I don't know which movie I would choose, but I would say movie. Because I listen to music a lot more often than I watch stuff. I mean, I do both pretty often. But music you can do whenever. So I just listen to music a lot. Um, and I get, t- like, I feel like it's... M- easier to get tired of watch, hearing the same sound all the time than it is to watch the same thing all the time because I wa- re-watch a lot of stuff. And so I guess I would just watch it less often so that I wouldn't get tired of it. And then, and then yeah, so I would choose movie. What would you choose? Um, I would, I would say movie. I would rather watch the same movie forever because there is a movie that I always watch. Like I watched it close to like, like 40 or 50 times and that movie still Ragnarok. I never get tired of that movie, ever, ever. Like, I've watched it so many times at this point, I essentially know the entire script. Like, I... We, we knew it was going to be a Marvel movie. <laughs> okay, but we did. There's no shame in that. Um, so I would watch The Ragnarok for the rest of my life, no complaints. And on it, yeah, I agree with you. I listen to music way more than I watch movies. Like, movies, maybe, like, once a month, but, like, music, I pretty much listen to the entire day. Like, going to school, music. Waking up, music. Before bed routine, music. Doing my work, music. Researching for podcasts, music. The only time I don't listen to music, guys, is probably when I'm editing the podcast. Because I can't listen to music and edit at the same time. And it's very inconvenient. But that's like one of the very few time, few moments I don't listen to music because I listen to music a lot. And I think, um, I think she listens to music a lot. I, I listen to music. I don't know. I don't know though. <laughs> but um, the point here is, I would much rather listen to a variety of music than just one because that would become very tiring and bad. So um, since I already have a movie that I watch every single time, it it just made sense to say that. Are we good? Yeah. Can we move on? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather give up your microwave or your toaster? Julia. Um, uh, I feel like, doesn't microwave have, what is it called? Those waves of the something or other? What, what are they called? Microwaves? No. 
radio, uh, like radioactivity or something like that. I, I don't think it's battery. radioactivity. I think they're just called microwaves. Uh, well, microwaves are a type of wave, so I guess that would make sense that microwaves give off microwaves. Are you looking it up? Yes. Microwaves waves is a form of electromagnetic radiation. See, radiation. Is that not what I said? What did I say? You did say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so technically microwaves are low-key bad for you. And and I can just use a stove. Like you can't really do how do you how do you toast without a toaster? You use a stove. Oh, it doesn't it doesn't toast the same. That's like cooked bread. That you mm. double cook the bread? No, if you have like a cast iron pan, you can just toast it. Oh, okay. No, no. Anyway, I would give up my microwave because it's giving up something that can be potentially harmful and I would never toast my bread on anything in anything but a toaster. True? Okay. First of all, you're wrong. And second of all, I'm going to say I'd rather give my toaster because the toaster is like very limited. Like you can really only toast bread or like a bagel or something. And you can't like do anything. Bread, bagel, waffles. Ego is a whole other category I, of waffle. I never toast waffles on. I never get frozen waffles. Those are disgusting. Like, no, I I have my waffle maker that I make my batter. I pour it in. I flip it over. <laughs> Julie's making faces at me right now, mocking me and my waffle making process. But anyways, I'd rather I'd rather have fresh waffles. Like, I'm sorry, frozen waffles are just not it or anything else that you put in a toaster. And I don't even eat a lot of bread. Like, I don't, I usually don't have sandwiches. Like, it's a very rare thing for me to have sandwiches because, ugh. And even if I get sandwiches, it'd be from, like, a restaurant or something, like Panera. Panera that has pretty good sandwiches sometimes. Or, like, or like Subway or Jersey Mike's or something. Um, yeah. It, it's very limited, but in a microwave, you can make all sorts of things. Like, microwavable popcorn is one of my favorite pastime snacks. Yeah. Doesn't that like cause cancer though? Anyways. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Cancerous I don't cancerous appliances. And then and then and then and then and then um like I don't know. You could like do a whole bit like just reheating food. Like you have food that you make and like putting it back in there. Turn on the stove. No, <laughs> the stove is too much work. My stove, I just moved, and my new stove is different than my old stove. My old stove had, like, coils on it, but this one's just flat, and it's so cool, and it's so easy to clean. Like it's electric? Yeah. <laughs> but the coils were also electric. Electric. Oh. Electric. They're both electric. It's just two different, like, surfaces. Surfaces, yeah. Surfaces. That's a, that, that's a band, guys. I recommend that you go check them out. They make pretty good happy music. Surfaces. If you ever listened to Sunday Best by Surfaces. Uh, they make like very like happy, nice beach vibey music. Their music is a blend of jazz, soul, pop, hip hop, reggae, and calypso. Yeah. Wonderful. My brother Thank loves you for the information. Them. You're welcome. That's what we're here for. Okay. 
I think that's all that we have for Would You Rather, unless you have any more about microwaves. Nope, that's it. Um, the announcements that I wanted to make before we sign off is that I will be out the entire summer. So we are introducing something called Summer Sips, and those will be uh, condensed, shorter episodes for when I'm away. We're still going to put out episodes every week over the summer, but there's going to be shorter um, they're just, they're going to be just as fun and just as educational, but it's going to be shorter. Um, so that's just heads up for what's going to, what the next couple months is going to look like. Um, as always follow us on Twitter and Instagram at it ego and us, I D E G O and D U S no caps, no spaces. Um, thanks for listening and see you next time on it ego and us. Thank you.